Ma Coco? Aye. For Maui, it's a new beginning. With honor and deep respect, we're moving forward. We're planting the seeds for Maui's future. We're ready to get people back to work. Ready to get our economy going again. It's our chance to start over, to envision and build an even better Maui. More resilient, more sustainable. We all have to do our part, and we'll make this happen, working together. We're ready. Ready. We are ready to work. Ready to serve. We are ready to guide you. Ready. Ready. We're ready. All ready. 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 We are ready. For more information, visit makokomoe.com. The Mothership Podcast is sponsored by Hawaii Surrogacy Center. Start your family with Hawaii's leading surrogacy agency. podcast you know one of the most popular new year's resolutions is to lose weight i know it's probably on your list and you're probably targeting those extra pounds that you put on during the pandemic but if you're searching for extra motivation extra energy some words of advice and wisdom to get your goal achieved well look no further because joining us right now is the godfather of poke we're talking about chef sam Choi is on the Mothership Podcast tonight. Welcome, Sef Sham Choi. Hey, thank you, Stephanie. So nice of you. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Uh, I, I, can, I can feel that, uh, that love of, uh, you know, how many times you told yourself New Year's or Monday. You know, I, I did that. Well, I did that for years, you know, every Monday. I must have had a million Mondays. I uh, can't say a million New Year's, but, you know, a few <laughs> New Year's, but... Uh, you know, it, it, it's been a long haul, you know? Yeah, you know, and, and Shep, you know, Sam, I got to tell you, first of all, and I know I'm not the only one, but you look, you look amazing. You look great. Um, I'm not, hey, there's no jokes about it. You look awesome because I know at one point in, in time in your life, right, you weighed at your heaviest, what I read was 400 pounds and you managed to whittle that down and lose yes. close to 200 pounds. So first off, you know, I mean, all of us are curious about, you know, your amazing transformation. And of course, um, you know, the journey and the work involved. But first off, you know, start from the beginning. What was it that prompted you to even, you know, take this action towards a more healthier lifestyle? Well, you know, um, it was really funny, but let me take you back in the beginning when I was just blooming, you know, just exploding. Uh, basically, my career was really taking off, you know, as a chef for Hyatt and then Hilton, you know kind of like did a lot of exci exciting things with food. And I just felt like, you know, God, you know, this is amazing. I love this business. I love food. I love creating. Uh, but you know what was really funny? As I was getting excited and doing a lot of these things, I wasn't paying attention to my health. You know, I was gaining weight and I was gaining weight rapidly. You know, basically I, I had a real bad habit, which was picking, 
And, you know, being a chef, you're always tasting or cook, you know, you know that, right? Um, always tasting, um, you know, picking. And then I look at the time, I go, oh, it's 12 o'clock, it's time for lunch. Then, you know, I make a big plate of food again and I eat lunch. And then next thing I know, I'm picking and eating and sampling and all that. But anyway, I just really got out of control, you know, just, um, just felt like um, I, I really should stop and pay attention to what's going on to myself, my body. You know, it's really funny, but everybody don't realize, but your body sends out a lot of signals, you know, from either, you know, um, tiredness or just, uh, you know, out of condition where you're not feeling healthy. Um, you know, you just feel like sleepy in the middle of the day. And then there's a thing called diabetes that's kind of like comes into play, you know, just creeps up on you. And uh, it really kind of like, took its you know toll on my body and that's when I started realizing you know and then of course my wife and my kids my friends that was really my friends you know kind of like we're worried they said hey you know uh, we know you're active we know you're golfing we see you out there but you know you got to lose some of their weight you know and you know it's really uh, important to listen you know listen to your body listen to those words of advice on and then, of course, the most important thing is your eating habit, you know. Um, I, I was just totally uh, telling myself, oh, Monday I'll do it. Or, you know, like coming around holiday time. Well, let me enjoy this holiday because January 1st or 2nd, I'll start again. And the funny part was my birthday is in January. So then it's in January, at the ending of the month, January 27th. So I'd always go like, okay, well, this is the New Year's, but let me wait until after my birthday, you know to start my program and um you know it just started in the sense where i really got out of control and then um i started to realize that there was something bad happening like i normally wouldn't you know sleep in a day but then i was really feeling like i needed to take a nap and then i just started looking at things and i said god it looks blurry you know like like not really clear and then that's when i kind of went to my doctor and um uh, Dr. Eugene Wong, what a great doctor, you know, at Queens. And uh, basically, uh, well, there's a lot of great doctors, but Dr. Eugene. And, uh, you know, took the blood test. You know, the blood test kind of tells you everything. That will not lie, you know. And uh, took my blood test and, um, you know, sat down with me after he got all the information back, you know, and flatly just said, uh, you're in trouble. You know, your, your, your blood work shows that, your the diabetes type two is well on its way. Um, your kidney functions, all your all your body organs are maxed out. You know, it's amazing that you're still alive, you know, being straight up, you know. Yeah. So, you know, it's kind of like really challenging to hear that, you know. And then um, you know, in, in all of that, this is, might sound funny, but in all of that talking with him, I kind of was thinking, where am I gonna go to lunch today? after I'm done with my doctor's visit, you know, and, and that's the real part about being obesity or obese or just out of control, you know? Um, and, you know, I, I share this now because I know there's a lot of people that are sitting on their picket fence, you know, they want to do something, but they got their work cut out. And, uh, you know, I'm down to uh, 235. I'm looking at trying to get under 200. Yes. Thank you. I'm kind of looking at getting under 200, which is kind of like my goal. But, you know, I, I can see the light at the, the end of the tunnel now. You know, in the beginning, when I saw that light at the tunnel, 
it was a Mack truck or a train coming at me, you know. But now I can see, you know, there's little hope of uh, success there. And I've done it all. I've done it all. Mm. I've uh, went on all these fat diets that worked for maybe five, six months. And then after a while, you know, I have a great trainer in Honolulu, Eric Yamashita. You know, he's very good. You know, he trained, he trained me all. He trained me physically, mentally, you know. And, uh, you know, a lot of those things all come together and work really well. And then um, I went even as far as having uh, surgery. You know, I did surgery. I lost weight. That thing does work. I got my sugar and everything else in line. And all of this was all guided by Dr. Eugene Wong. You know, he kind of laid out the master plan of what should, should be done and stuff like that. You know, and, uh, and there's a lot of doctors who do the same thing, you know. And, uh, you know, I kind of like felt that uh, I really needed to focus, you know, and that was really the key. Once I focused and really got in my mind and my psychological part, my support from my family, my support from my real friends, uh, basically, I, I really felt the, the, the energy changing, you know. Um, and then, of course, uh, you know, Dr. Wong had advised me to do some other things, you know. And so I, I think personally, when all those things lined up, I just started shedding the, the weight, you know, just uh, and not not really looking at having the scale be like important for me to be on a scale, but it was important for me to stick with what I was doing. You know, um, I know you're going to ask me what I'm eating and, you know, what, what's my meals and I'll answer that. But, uh, yeah, I think the real key was being focused, you know, mentally. Um, in, in all of this, I got interviewed by a, a, you know, a dietitianess, and she watched me in our little conversation that I tanked about three diet sodas. And she told me, she said, you know, let me do a little challenge with you. I just sat here for about 20 minutes. I saw you drink two diet sodas. And now, if I'm not mistaken, you're on your third can. I said, well, that's not counting the other five I had earlier this morning. You know, yeah. So, you know, um, she, she, she gave me a test, which was really interesting. And at the end of the test, she told me why it's important to understand the test, because that's what happens to, our, you know, our bodies. We, we condition ourselves for wanting, you know, and, and, you know, it's like an addict, you know, you kind of condition yourself for wanting. So anyway, she told me, come Monday, don't drink any diet sodas, you know. So sure enough, Monday came. I didn't have any diet soda. It wasn't as easy as I'm telling the story. But Monday came, you know, I had no, no, no diet soda. A uh, little headache, little nervous, little like shakiness, you know. Uh, Tuesday, more of that, like Monday, you know, kind of like, you know, you feel like yourself, God, I got to get this, you know. But then she was really good. She called me at times when I really... Cause she lived outside of, outside of Napa and she knew exactly what kind of time it was in Hawaii. And she goes, I better call the big guy. Cause I bet you he's reaching for a diet soda. And sure enough, you know, I wasn't reaching, but I was really heavily thinking about it. And uh, yeah, she called me and uh, I said, Oh man, I'm glad you called. Cause I was about three minutes from getting one, you know, she goes, don't, it's going to get better. And sure enough, come Wednesday, I thought about it just, just after, I was munching on something. I said, oh, man, this would be really good with a Diet Coke or Diet Pepsi. But guess what? I didn't do it because I felt I had three days under my belt. I'm working on my third day. So I figured, hey, might as well. It's only through Friday. And then Saturday morning, we're going to drink the first one, right? So come Thursday, 
I tell you what, it didn't even come to my mind. It didn't even, you know, like say, oh yeah, you know, Sam, uh, I think you better get a diet soda. You don't, I, I didn't have the dizziness. I didn't have the, the wanting, you know, the urge for getting one. Uh, Friday came around, same thing as Thursday, not, not, not a thing about it. And then of course, Saturday morning, you know, she called me about 7.30. She goes, okay, 7.30. I told you eight o'clock, but I can't wait because you've been really good on this. Get that can. I said, I got it right here on my table, right? So I popped that can of Diet Coke and I, I, I went to drink it and I, I, I'm serious. It felt like drinking syrup. It felt like drinking some kind of foul medication. It was like really, really bad, really terrible, you know? And then she told me the story. So she says, you know, in, in our human appetite of being obese or out of control, we train, we condition ourselves for things that we like. And she says that the real most important thing, we have to decondition ourselves for not wanting. And, you know, I kind of like, I was kind of listening, but then I kind of felt like, you know, I, I got to really digest what she just said. But it's true. It's like an athlete who prepares themselves for a swim or condition themselves for any kind of sporting event or even studying. You condition yourself. And, you know, in Hawaii, our biggest problem is our food is so ono. Our food, our plate lunches are so good. But then it has to be topped off with rice. Yeah. You know, we have to have the rice with the teriyaki. We have to have the rice with the sweet sour. You know, we go to Chinese restaurants. Normally, you eat just the proteins and the vegetables, but then we all woof it down with rice. You know, we eat poke bowls with rice, you know, instead of just having it with salads and things like that. So I got to learn that. I got to learn to just eat the proteins and then the carbohydrates would not be a major, you know. And that's the thing that psychologically I really, really embedded. And that's where the word focus comes. And that's where the conditioning of your taste bud comes in. You know, where you really focus on what you're doing and what you're eating, but then you really focus on your conditioning of you not wanting, you know? Yeah, it, it sounds like it took a combination of both, you know, working out, being physical, but also it's a mental, it's really a, a mental exercise, mental conditioning, as you're saying, mental training. And, you know, a lot of people, you already captivated them and caught their attention because here in Hawaii, everybody knows somebody who has diabetes and it's so unfortunate, so sad. And you're so right about our culture. It revolves around good food, you know, plate That's lunches right. is at the heart That's of right. it. So, you know, yeah. You, yeah. How, 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 how can you, what are some other alternatives? And also for, for a diabetic, don't they need extra help? Don't, don't die. People suffering from diabetes need extra help, especially if you have that type two diabetes or, or are there other? Yeah. Well, there, there's a lot of help. I think the most important help is your doctor, you know, cause they know what's out there. They know what uh, medications out there. They know the combination of things. Uh, you know, uh, they, they, they have people that they can come in contact with that can help, you know, uh, like when I was, you know, had the surgery by Dr. Sarango out of San Francisco. I mean, I must have lost about 90 to 100 pounds just like that. You know, it does work. What kind of surgery was this? Uh, I just had a, a ruin Y. It's kind of like uh, they go in there and tighten up your stomach, make it smaller. So you don't, uh, like, you know, it, it was called a ruin Y. I guess Dr. Ru way back when invented it. 
Um, it, it was like I did the surgery. I was home in like three days, you know, and uh, yeah, really, um, really worked. It does work, but you got to be psychologically ready, you know. It's like any kind. And then I've seen people who has had the surgery who's done very, very well. You know, I didn't gain all my weight back, but I just had bad eating habits, you know. And that's when I got really, you know, scared. And I got really uh, challenging myself. And then, um, you know, now I really feel like there's so much people out there, especially in Hawaii, in the South Pacific Basin. You know, I go, to, I go out there to Samoa and do some things out there for the government uh, to teach different ways of cooking healthier. And what's interesting, people would come and pick me up at the airport. And then maybe a year later, I'd be back out there or less. And they're in a wheelchair. And I look down, they lost a foot, you know, all to diabetes, you know. Because normally that's what happens, right? You know, you're diabetic and um, you get in trouble. And then, you know, first thing you know, you get a sore. And then, you know, fortunately for me, you know, I didn't get that far because I got really lucky by listening to my doctor. He might be listening to this, so I hope he's listening because I did. Hey, Dr. Wong, I did listen. You know, well, the proof's in the pudding. I just jumped on the scale a couple of days ago and I, I lost a few more pounds. So, you know, but yeah, you know, I really want to share this because I know there's a lot of help and thank to you to allow this program to be on air and sharing this, you know, and, you know, I, you know, there's not a time when I walk to any place around Hawaii on the airport or in the airport or just in the, in the community, <clears throat> you know, people go like, God, Sam, you look so good. You know, like I was just on Kauai the other day and, you know, it's just amazing, but you know, it's just a part of everybody who has the challenge. You can do it. I know you can do it because if I can do it, you can do it. You know, you know, I, I've, 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 I've listened to so many people tell me, even a professional people say like, Hey, Sam, you got to be like those girls and guys who work in a bank. They can't touch all that dough, but they cannot put it in their pocket. So you're in the food business. You can't see all that food, but eat the right stuff, you know? And, you know, I, I, I keep that in mind. I keep Dr. Wong in mind. I keep people that really, uh, Eric Yamashita, you know? I keep all those guys that, you know, really are very instrumental in building, you know, my mental part of my game, my wife, my kids, you know, they're very... Uh, my kids are very healthy, but I think the reason they're healthy is they, I scared them. You know, <laughs> you know when they watch me just blow up, even my grandkids, you know, they, they tell me, Papa, you got to slow down. I said, I'm just having a salad, you know. So it but was yeah, the drive. Were, yeah, me. it was a drive to keep keep on living and, and being around for your family. It seems that 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 made you make that change. And now all your work and all your efforts are paying off and you're able to manage this lifestyle of yours. What tips do you have for people? Uh, what do you eat? What, what can they prepare? What kind of foods should they look at instead of a plate lunch? Well, you know, Stephanie, that's a very good question because, you know, that's what I People ask me, like, you know, from the girls on the flights, you know, the flight attendants, uh, the pilots, uh, just people, period. And, you know, I tell them, I says, you know, you have it all in your hands, your fingertips. Um, it's everything that we have. Don't be any, don't be a person like, I don't want to go to that restaurant because, or they, I, I like things in there that are not good for me. You know what? You got to psychologically and you got to mentally challenge yourself. Um, I don't want to use the word simple because it's not simple, but. Learn to eat healthy. 
learn to eat three meals a day and learn to eat in between a healthy snack so that it can carry you on for the next meal. Because what happens if you skip a meal, that's leaving yourself open for disaster. You know, you'll just, you'll just go right through the refrigerator or you, 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 go, you, go on, uh, you go on the menu and then you just look at all the things that you shouldn't be eating. And that's why it's important to do your breakfast. To me, breakfast is real important, whether it's oatmeal or whether it's a bowl of fruits or whether it's a smoothie, a healthy smoothie, or it's just some kind of, uh, uh, you know, a combination of a poached eggs, you know, some cheese, things like that, you know. Um, you know, there's the keto diet, which I saw a friend who lost over 280 pounds on keto, you know, but in all of diets are good if you stick with it, you know. And, you know, and people shouldn't say like, oh, you know, because I saw people, you know, like look at me like, well, you okay? Are you sick? And I go, no, I'm, I'm just watching what I'm eating. But there's a lot of people all of a sudden when they see you losing weight, they'll come up with something funny, you know, like, are you sick? Or, you know, I mean, they're concerned, but, you know, I'm just saying, oh, no, I just want to be healthy. I want to live one more week longer, you know. But, yeah, so my eating has changed a lot. Uh, rice now really goes on the backside of my plate, if anything, or, or really the, you know, on my pyramid, uh, it's a small portion of it. Um, you know, potatoes, pasta, all the white stuff really kind of like uh, doesn't become a major part of my, my pyramid or my diet. Uh, so I share that. And you know what, Stephanie, it can be done. You know, for your listener, all your million people are listening to this. It can be done. They oh, wait, can do wait. It, you're you know? not, but you're not vegan. You still eat meat. Yeah, I, I kind of like, I've, I've kind of controlled my portion of proteins. I love fish. I love poke. Poke has played a, played a major, you know, uh, not too much sodium because, you know, that re retains water. I'm not a doctor, but, you know, you, you know, they tell you. And Dr. Wong's always feeling my feet, making sure I'm not swollen, you know, because that tells you things about your body. Uh, but on the other hand, uh, you know, him and his assistant, man, she was just pressing my feet the other day, you know, Joe. So I was like, whoa, what are you guys doing? She goes, oh, just checking. But yeah, you know, so I've cut back on my proteins too, you know, just. Uh, what about, what about alcohol? Uh, you know, that's a very good one because, you know, when, when some people, when they have the, the diet, the procedure, you know, they might be losing weight, but they get really heavy on the sauce. Uh, I like good wines. You know, uh, I'm really lucky to hang around with Mr. Dwight Otani and he's got some really nice wine, you know, so have a glass of wine. You know, I mean, it's just important to just relax a little bit. Uh, I wouldn't sit there and tank three, four cups of wine, glasses of wine, but I'll have a nice glass of wine, you know. I think that's for all of us in our kind of work, you know, it's good to relax, you know, just, uh, but yeah, you know, you know, we hear the word moderation, uh, you know, in the beginning, we, I used to laugh about that word because, you know, people are just trying to help me, you know, but I've learned to accept criticism. I've learned to accept people that are saying, wow, you look great. I've learned to be very thankful that people care, you know, and that's why I want to share that because people do care. They're careful. Anybody who's listening right now that they can do it. Because if Sam Choi can do it, they can do it. I'm only well, yeah, 30 yeah. pounds. Of, yeah, I'm only 30 pounds from being under 200 pounds. 
And that was like being 405 pounds years ago. I used to be size six, uh, six X. I'm down to two X, you know? I know. Yeah, amazing, yeah. yeah, yeah I really, down, really. I'll, I'll, yeah, I want to be down to large. <laughs> yeah. Oh, damn it, Sam. You can do it. You know, yeah, I, I, you, know, you you're awesome. already kind of, you're already getting into it about, um, you know, encouraging people, hey, you can do it um, and giving them that extra boost. But, you know, Sam, the, the pandemic has just been so hard on so many people. And what, I don't know, what, is there anything you can say to them, uh, you know, maybe that you learned along the well, way you know, or the, to the, change the, your mentality? Because they're in tough know, times, you know? Well, you know, I don't think that's going to ever stop because now they're mixing the regular. I'm not a doctor now. Don't don't hold me. Are you a million people listening? I am not a doctor. But, you know, uh, the most important thing is, um, you know, listen to science. Listen to your doctor. You know, doctors know. You know, leave the P thing out of the picture. You know, doctors know. You know, when your doctor start telling you, you better take the shots or you better listen. I, I tell you what, you know. I've never been a fan of flu shots from way back when, but I've got them all. You know, I got all my uh, my regular shots. I got my booster. I got my flu shot. I got my shingle shots. I don't know if anybody's listening. I got to take another shot. Let me know, you know. But no, you know, I mean, going through this pandemic, yes, it's been very challenging. But then again, you know, I remember when we were young, we went to school. They gave us the sugar blocks. It was way before your time. Maybe your parents, Stephanie, but. They gave us the sugar sugar blocks. I think it was for polio or it was for uh, measles or something. And then, of course, when you're born, they gave you the polio, you know, shots, the vaccines. So that's the science part about it. And, you know, today it's very unfortunate. You got people saying, no, it does not work. It's going to give you all these things. And, you know, like I said, I'm not a doctor, but I listen to my doctor. Yeah. But, yeah, so it's tough, especially now, you know. Everything that is, you know, you folks are, are, you know, telling the communities that, you know, listen, uh, get get your shots done, your vaccines. Um, you know, I just got back from Mexico. I got tested in Mexico in Punta Mita. Um, you know, of course, uh, negative. Uh, you know, you, you I fly a lot. You know, you got to be smart. You got to hear somebody coughing. You, you make a U-turn. You go the other way, you know. Uh, you wear your mask. You know, you listen to what the, you know, the things are. Uh, you know, and then you sanitize, you wash your hands. I want to say, though, since pandemic to this year, I've knocked on wood. I've never got a cold. Not I never got a, a flu or any kind of cold. Yeah, so which is kind of good because normally every year I, I'll get like when the weather changes, I'll get little sniffles, little head cold, yeah. a little sore throat. But uh, knock on wood, I haven't had it. Well, it anyway, sounds like since so it, yeah, it sounds like since you made this change, it's not just your weight, but you probably noticed what a drop in even in your blood pressure and and what other what other things did you notice? Well, my sugar's online, my kidney functions are good, my heart's on good. Doctor Colgan, who's my heart doctor, uh, I just got to see them all last week because you know it's time to go and get physical check. Um, you know, said hey, see you next year. You know, and um, yeah, you know, I mean, it, it, that's remarkable being my age you know people don't know this but this year january 27th i'm hitting the big seven zero <laughs> sam do you ever do you, you How about that is that? so awesome hey, that is so awesome I, you know sam do you ever get like emotional um, do you ever look at a picture of yourself before you know and 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 you look at yourself now or do you ever have a moment of self-reflection I, I, I 
and and, and yes, what do, what emotions uh, well it's a it's a real uh you know i the, the biggest emotion i get of course uh looking at my grandkids looking at my two sons you know that kind of like when i see my pictures with them when i was really big um i i just couldn't believe that i allowed myself to be that way you know and I look at people now and, you know, like I say, I want to help. I just want to help. I'm very fortunate to be a, an ambassador speaker uh, for Nova Nordisk. And I'm so happy that I can do that so that I can help people, you know. Uh, it, it's really important to have the position I'm in with my age right now. Um, pretty much working as hard or even harder. I'm getting ready to open a beautiful restaurant in Incline, Nevada, which is uh, right on Lake Tahoe. Uh, in this March uh, with a great team of people. Uh, chef Mahana is going to be our chef out there to help the opening. Uh, so I'm so excited for that. Um, you know, I, I feel good. But at the same time, I don't want to sit back and go like, okay, I've, I've accomplished it. Because I haven't really reached out to enough people yet. I want to reach out to people that really need the help. You know, um, they see me on TV, they like you, they see you every day on TV. And I want to be a person that I can make a difference in their lives, you know, like Dr. Wong, how he done it to me, how Eric Yamashita had done it to me in training and understanding the mechanics of why you need to have your body in good physical fit, you know, and mentally and psychologically, but more importantly, eating the right stuff, you know, and, and having your doctors check on you, you know, your checkups, you know, but yeah, I, I, I want to do that, Stephanie. I want to help that. I want to reach out and do that. Yeah. And and Sam, just because you mentioned it, that you are an ambassador for Nova Nova Disc or Nordisk. Yes. Nova yes. Nordisk. <laughs> can can you explain what that is? Um, you know, they're they're a, a great team. They they really work hard in what they do. And for me, all I do is tell my story exactly, kind of like maybe more into detail about my story. That's all I do because we're not doctors, you know, and we cannot say things that are are against you know the, the the medical world because we're not doctors but we just tell my story and it was really funny but i did a speech like this over on maui and um and the, the mother and daughter was really just staring at me and you could see the tears building up in her eyes and you know what was funny after we got through they came up to me and they told me they says you know chef what you just presented to us hits home so on the spot you know, about your eating habit, about your not caring, about you not listening, you know. So right there, those kind of people really makes me like, I want to reach out and touch more people, you know. And that, that's why, you know, with, with the pandemic, it has kind of handicapped us where we do it more on, on like what we're doing right now. But when I'm out there in the public's eyes and I'm sharing this story, it is just amazing. But yeah, that's why we do as an ambassador speaker, you know, we just share our story. You know, we're not doctors, so we cannot say like we're taking this. All I'm going to say is, hey, go see your doctor. And that's all I got. I can say, you know, because uh, it's important right now to reach out and help people. You know, I mean, as this pandemic keeps ro ro rolling over people mentally and psychologically. And yet, you know, some people might just fall into just eating and getting themselves in deeper hole in, in uh, obesity. Now's the time to stop, listen to what we're talking about this evening and turn around and, um, you know, do it. Because if I did it and I can do it, they can do it. 
Yeah. Thank you so much. I mean, I'm already feeling uh, a lot of energy and really motivated from you. But, you know, we like to end our podcast usually with an inspirational quote. You've already given us a lot of golden nuggets. But do you have one to share with us and our view and our listeners? <laughs> yeah, you know, it's um, I, 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 I always believe in this word or these words. Keep it simple. You know, keep it simple. You know, uh, a lot of great outstanding things have uh, looked really complicated, but when you really get to the source of it, the corporate mission is keep it simple. You know, in our lives right now, the way we're living with the pandemic, with work, with financials, with a lot of challenges, roll back your, your life and, and keep it simple. You know, when I was out there in Punta Mita, Mexico, I had a big banner by Patron uh, Tequila. On top says Patron Tequila, simplicity. You know, and and I I just like that. You know, I mean, it's it's like a, a person who's really beautiful inside and out. When you ask them, what's your success? Just keep it simple, and that's why I like that word simplicity. You know, right on. I like that. Yeah. Words to live by. I love that advice. And I gotta let you know, I went to the Big Island and I ate at your restaurant, um, Sam Choi's on the big island and i had a poke oh. bowl yeah i had a poke bowl and i ate all the rice so sorry but hey i was training for the marathon so i had to have carbs <laughs> that's well why. that's okay but you know what you look great yourself too you've done very well you've kept it going you. in the right direction plus you, you you have a family now right yes i do yeah so of course we have to introduce them to the famous sam Choi's poke so oh wow <laughs> you know you, you want more of that because uh you know i i'm i'm just i'm just the name on that restaurant i'm not involved oh, i know i heard that but we still support i know but you want to support i'm in seattle in san francisco and soon to be incline nevada and new zealand so wait so are those all going to be named sam Choi too yeah they're all sam Choi's. they're all poke to the max except for the one in incline it's going to be called Sam Choi's Ohana Diner. I'm going to be a retro diner out there. Really nice. I don't know if you've been out there, but it's really nice in Klein, Nevada. It's snowing right now. It's dumping right now. Yeah. Get your skis and get out there. <laughs> Take your buddy with you, Guy Hoggy. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thank you so much. The godfather of poke, Chef Sam Choi, for joining us on the Mothership Podcast. And everybody, you just heard him. You know, start today, take those baby steps and listen, listen to even your gut sometimes, listen to your body, like Sam Choi was saying, listen to your doctor, do it for your family, do it for yourself so that you can stick around longer, right? Thank you That's so right. much, Sam Choi, for joining us. And we're going to look you, forward Stephanie. to your restaurants and everything that you got going planned for you. We really appreciate you and all your words of wisdom. And we are actually so happy that you made that choice because- we love you. And we want you to be here with us too in Hawaii. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> Aloha. Happy holidays, everybody. Aloha, everybody. Thank you, Sam. Aloha. Yes, we're going to break up and die.